I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I don't like blood and guts. But I love them when they're lengthily discussed. Welcome to With Gorley and Rust, where today we may be covering what is quite possibly the scariest movie ever made. Uh, yeah, instead of being called Scary Movie, it should have been called Scariest Movie, yeah. parentheses, ever made. Some of the choices in this movie are the scariest things I've ever seen. Uh, more scary than The Exorcist. More scary than when you were a boy and you saw Halloween. These, some of these visuals will stick with you for years now. Is that what you're saying? Me I too. So. I mean, same. But I'm happy to talk about it. Uh, I, I'd never seen that movie. This is with Gorley and Rust. I am Matt Gorley. And I'm Paul Rust. Oh my gosh, we're talking about scary movie. That's right. 2000s, the year 2000, scary movie. Uh, uh... This is you just you, you said it right now. You you uh what's the opposite of burying the lead? You you uh I un I grave raw I dug up the lead. <laughs> you dug up the lead. Yeah. Uh I, I also like you grave robbed the, the lead. I blasted the lead. Uh this is your first time you saw scary movie yeah. oh my gosh uh, now we got to see the experience of the screen franchise through a newcomer outside of the first one right and overall you love them scream movies i really did and now we get to see this movie through a uh, 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 first timer's eyes that what do you think <laughs> well wow Okay, let's just get this out. This was a tough movie to get through, although I did really enjoy watching it because it's such an easy watch. Uh-huh. So yes. I, I don't think we this episode even needs to cover the, um, oh, let's just say uh, how the times have uh, changed yes, that a much. Yes, like, I think everybody knows that. Aspects of this movie are very uh, uh, clear and... Um, uh, they are a bummer to watch when you're watching this movie. Yeah, we uh, can almost get all that out. Sure. Because I, I even understand maybe that this was not, this was like decidedly not politically correct at the time. Like that was part of its 
thing. Oh, I know that just sounds yeah. so didactic hearing that come out using politically correct and all that stuff, but you know I, what I, I mean. I understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh we can discuss further too. It was riding this like wave of raunch in the late 90s. <laughs> wave of raunch. A big wave of raunch yeah, that right. was a, just flowing through the multiplex each summer over the last like few summers. Do you think flowing, speaking of flowing, did the wave of raunch crest with the ceiling scene of this movie? <laughs> Oh my god! I love that you tied the metaphor into the yeah. Uh, it did. I had that thought when I was watching Scary Movie. I was like, "Oh, this is the punctuation mark on gross-out comedies. Like yeah. it couldn't be topped after this." No, and it is just so people know. Nineteen ninety-eight. People went to a theater one summer. Saw there's something about Mary. Saw some woman put some goo in her hair. Yeah. Next summer, uh, American Pie. Guy drinks some goo. Okay. <laughs> then a guy has sex with a pie. There's other shenanigans. Same summer, same multiplex. I'm seeing all of these, baby. So fun. <laughs> South Park, just very raunchy. Mm -hmm. Um, Scary movie. Now, scary movie, the next summer, I put more in the category of like South Park, where it's like, um, I love scary movie, you know, agreed, uh, problematic uh, uh, aspects of the movie, um, not aside, acknowledged, uh, and unavoidable. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and not like trying to not acknowledge them, but um, it's not hacky. Like these movies, these jokes, these gags, most of them have never been done before. And if they're repeating something, it's knowingly and they're doing like a heightened twist on it. Uh, so there, this was an extraordinary movie going experience for me I'll to see something so the transgressive. Yeah. Um, and the best thing I can say about it, I thought about it when the credits started rolling in Scary Movie. I thought, this movie executes what's fun when you're hanging out with friends and you just start having fun about like <laughs> where things could go a joke wise, joke wise, you know, and you're like, maybe you're making a joke about how long somebody hasn't had sex. And they're like, Oh yeah, I had, when I ejaculated, it was so big. It splattered the person on the ceiling <laughs> and everybody laughs. I was like, we all laugh because imagine that's a thing. I'm like, scary movie. It's the only movie in the century or so of cinema that we've had where they make that joke come true and they use all <laughs> the tools of cinema to make it happen so you can lose your mind at the theater. And Paul, laugh. you've charmed me. Because I was sitting there thinking, I know what you're talking about when you're sitting around with friends and you extrapolate something to that level and it's almost an ironic, like, look how gross this joke is exactly, yeah. and it's super funny why doesn't it translate to screen for me but maybe it does if you're in the right context like if you're in a movie theater you, mm -hmm. but i also want to a movie theater with other 18 year olds other i was 19 fire hose ejaculators uh <laughs> yes when we all saw that scene everybody laughed <laughs> and did that in the theater i want to plot the trajectory of ejaculate in cinema because like you said it's really just 
something about Mary. And that's just a little dollop. <clears throat> uh, and can we say, hello, historical parallel here. We've never oh, had yeah. a cum joke in movies. And what all we're doing in, in the headlines is talking about Bill Clinton's cum? Yeah. I mean, this is in the zeitgeist. It is. Yeah, it is. the. It's the decade of jizz. It, 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 it was depends the nice on what the meaning of jizz, jizz. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know if you heard me. I said, instead of sight guys, it's sight gist. <laughs> sight jizz. Okay. White, white geist. Yes. The white ghost. All oh, ghosts are white, Matt. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> something about Mary. Let's track. Yes, okay. I love this. Yeah. Palm. A little dollop, like a, what you would put, like if you were um, uh, pressing down a ketchup dispenser at a snack bar at the movies. Yeah, so much so that it looks like mousse to her. It looks right. like hair gel. That's, yeah. yeah, right. So a year it's just later, that much. you get a, a sort of a half cupful or a quarter cupful. Uh, uh, with uh, American Pie? Yeah. Uh, yeah, somebody does it in a beer. In a beer. And okay. Stifler drinks it. That's right. Okay, so uh, another load, but this time it's gone from hair to ingested. Yeah. You would say that's like a, I don't know, like a, a 20 degree graph incline. Yes, and if we're doing um, Harold team, Harold night rules uh-huh. at an improv theater, uh-huh. hey, this is the second beat. Right. This first, is the escalation. First beat is somebody, they put in their hair, yeah. second beat is they drink. But it. what we need is the prestige. The turn the turn in Texas Hold'em or the flop or the river or whatever it is. Yeah. So Act then three. you have Scary Movie, which is the exponential curve of the graph. Looks like AI. Y- yes. Yeah, it goes to the singularity. <laughs> Scary movie is the singularity of cum jokes. <laughs> yeah. There's the uh, episode description right there. <laughs> I mean, 22 years later. Uh, it's both- never been topped. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And also in terms of just like gross out and raunch. I don't think there's been. Um, and and uh, 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 it's interesting because if. Uh, in terms of how you define like raunch and gross out, uh-huh. um, it's different because they are more extreme. But Porky's, which was like the highest, third highest grossing movie of like 1981 after like Lost Ark and shit, like uh, it's wall to wall female nudity. Yeah. And that's a different kind of raunch. I'm not shunning it. I like the Porky's movies, but it's not my favorite kind of like dirty, dirty movie, dirty, funny movie. You're more 90s raunch than 80s raunch? Yeah, because look at it. Scary movie. Most of the nudie, nudity, nudity. <laughs> scary movie. Were those duties? Was the duty? Yeah. Uh, were the guys in the locker room? Also, if you watch like Orgasmo, the Trey Parker Matt Stone movie, um, it's a porn movie spoof. Uh-huh. But the whole joke is any point that there's going to be female nudity, a guy's like hairy ass comes into the frame. <laughs> uh, and maybe there was like one touch of like female nudity I noticed in Scary Movie in the locker room, but like i like it because it does feel like a more wholesome version of raunch yeah it's crazy how that raunch gets cleaned up but the kind of 
social raunch mm. is heightened in terms of just homophobia and the like, political raunch. Yeah, it, yeah or the, the, the that stick gets a little sharpened. Whoa! Oh my gosh! A squirrel just like launched over the fence. Do you think it's like a, a like a, a scary movie three fan squirrel who's like? <laughs> Why are you discussing the superior scary movie? <laughs> Don't stop here. Is that the superior one? No, oh. no, but I bet some people think that. Okay, wait. But so they're wrong. I want to say that I didn't dislike that joke. What cracked me up was not the ceiling part, but the guy just turning into like a withered uh, Donovan from Lasker's. <laughs> <laughs> it was so stupid and funny. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, when I saw that in the theater, it blew my mind. Every time I see it, it's... I mean, I wrote down in my little notes here. It's way scarier than most 90s horror movies, that moment. Yeah. Like that, the... You don't expect it. Yeah, it, right. That's what's partly scary about it is how, like, graphic it is. His body, I'm saying, getting, like, emaciated. Yeah. It's like the guy in Seven who's who was like starved. Yeah, it's worse than that. I had the same feeling when she said, "You want to see something PG thirteen?" and opened her blouse or her pajamas, and it was an old man's chest. That one got me. I have about five jokes in this movie that that got me. Hey, I'll tell you what, dude. I wrote down it's like six to seven times. Anytime watching it alone, it got a laugh out of me out loud. I wrote it down. Okay, yeah, so basically, like a, I did too. I just wrote solid. Beside ah! it. Uh, the um, other thing I was just the with the um, 90s, the it's the end of the 90s, they're referencing the 90s so much as like a thing and a vibe and a, a thing to spoof throughout the whole movies. I mean, it's scary. It's the scary movies and scream movies, and I know what you did last summer's, but it's also like uh, just like the teen movies. Like there's clue yeah. jokes about kind of like Clueless in yeah. there, so, um, or the '90s in general. Kind of seems like, and uh, it just it made me reflect about how well, when I was living in the '90s, I remember people saying we don't have the stuff that the 80s did like the 80s was like you watch back to the future part two that came out in 1989 and they have such a clear sense of what the 80s were there's like a cafe mm. 80s you're like man this movie was written and shot probably around 87 88 and they already had an idea of what this decade was yeah that is crazy all i was saying is like scary movie actually did it they seem to have yeah. like um the other example I have uh, that I have is <laughs> prepared and if you watch go. Hot Shots, that's really uh, that's from 1991, and that's a spoof movie about all the action 80s action yeah. like Top Gun, but also then Hot Shots Rambo. Part Two, the superior one, is like yeah. Rambo, uh, and so they seem to have a sense. But like, a, what would you do for the 2010s decade? Well, I risk the folly that I've been I keep making which is I'm like well there's nothing there's no, no I, there, I can't of course I, there is we just let's yeah. see wh what would that be um uh, well my first thought was just what did Scream 4 have to say and it seemed to be burgeoning Facebook yeah doing social things media for the likes which then I have to go well back up that was like the last just few years of 2000 to 2010. Yeah, but it really 
peaked when her, your parents got on in the teens. Yes. Yeah. And I would say 2010 to 20 was more the decade you could say was defined by like social media. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, people got elected off their social yeah. media accounts, you know, so like, uh, or partly by. So what is 2000 and 2010 that I guess it's it just the internet? Yeah. Golden age of TV, like streaming, premium stuff like that <sighs> kicking off. That's a good question. It is it is hard as hell to see. Yeah, it's impressive that Back to the Future could pull that off. Yeah, because it would be like a movie in 2009 being able to say something clear and like resonant about the uh, last from 2000 to 2009. Yeah. Well, but, you've also got Trump, though, too, so... From 2000 to... Yeah. 2016. I mean, that's probably the main thing. The, just the fall of American democracy. The that's what the history books will. <laughs> there there was that little thing. I'm sure. Yeah, that's what the 2010 to 2020 will be defined by. Um, to uh, I mean, obviously, to the shittiness of so many things, but i gotta say it's gonna be a bummer in like 15 years looking back at a lot of those movies and just being like oh man we could really only focus on this guy in art and or a, a lot of movies yeah. just felt like and i get it but even now i go back to and i watch something from 2017 and i'm like ah, it's dated by this now but i get it they had to you had to talk about it otherwise you seem like you were part of the Prob anyway. I know it's yeah, TV too, especially. Yep, and and yeah. apparently podcasting, because here we are. Look at us. That's We're true. And we were really untangling the knot. Here. Oh, podcasting was that decade. Yeah. I mean, look at the Halloween 2018. They were saying, like, hey, this is what this decade seems to be yeah. about and where we're headed. Yeah. Um Huh. I'm just trying to think of like also what was happening 2000. Oh, doy 2000 to 2010. 9-11, post 9-11. Yeah, 2000, 2010. Yeah. That is what I would, when I look back on that decade, what to find it. Cause I was just like, what was happening in movies and music? And I'm like, oh, Bruce Springsteen, U2, <laughs> all these acts. That in the 90s, people were kind of like, I think these guys are gone. They were like renewed with the spirit of like America. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that, true. All of them had their albums that were like, it's a beautiful day. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my wife, Leslie, once uh, she was at a wedding and she was walking around the service before the, the, before the service. And she saw one of the groomsmen or something. It was someone at the point in the morning. She saw somebody like a guy involved with the service, like coming out of his car or something. And to himself, she saw him go, It's a beautiful day. <laughs> so sweet. That is amazing. You know what my favorite YouTube album is? Oh, please. Because I'm only a. Do tell. You know, I'm not a hardcore YouTube fan. Yeah, me neither. Zuropa. Dude, I dug into Zuropa over Thanksgiving break. You did? Mm-hmm. She 
Wall Lemon. That's dick. Dude, so what do you like about Zuropa? Good question. I don't know. What don't I like about Yeah, Zuropa? really. You got Johnny Cash on there? I love the fly. Yes, the fly. Oh, yeah. And oh, did you um when just, Zuropa came out, you dug it. Was that also a part of it? Like when it I came think out, it you're like stealthed me. I mm. I I like that single they released where the edge sings it like that's why I got in back into Zuropa. I was like, I got to hear this. Yeah. I thought of Numb and I was like, man, I love Numb. Wait, the fly's not on there. That's on our... Oh. Oh, I love the fly though. Oh, you know what made me think of it? When um, I put the CD in to play it, there was a fly on the CD. I see. Is the, fl- the fly's the not CD. on there. He didn't listen to that. How but... does the fly go? Um, I am the fly. I dare you watch, I watch, I watch. Put your arms around me, baby. I am just the fly. Love, you shine like a burning star that's falling from the sky tonight. Welcome to the Scary Movie with Gorley and Rust podcast. Whoa. What happened? I was trying to look up the fly and a a fly music played that I wasn't expecting. Uh it's off of Octung Bay, baby. Um What does this look like? Is that Octune Baby? I think in the little square corner. I shouldn't be playing this. Bono's going to get pissed. Oh, he's fine. I mean, Uh, they put a YouTube album on our iPhones without us asking. We can put one of their songs on our podcast. That's right. Asking. That was crazy. (laughs) That was weird. I mean, give Taurus in the mouth and all that. I had no problem. Like a lot of people were just like, how dare you put that? Yeah. I, I I don't know why that didn't didn't bother me at all. I just thought it was weird. It was weird. I think there was like a kind of like I felt it of like I've never really thought about it, but now that I'm thinking about it, it's like what that feeling was. But I think it was partly like you know how sometimes your like record collection, your CD collection, your the, oh yeah. Your library, you your building yeah. is like Sancrosa. Yeah. Like oh yeah. It would I be, see what you mean. It would be like if you had for me in high school my C D tower and like while I was out, Bono came in and put the <laughs> C D in my tower and I came back and I was like, dude, when my friends come over, I don't want them to look and see you my this U two C D in my if tower. If someone had to put anything in your collection of any media the most innocuous thing you could put in there was a U2 album from what, 2012? 11, 13, 11. Or, yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah, yeah, I almost I just didn't notice it and it was playing. Like, what is what is this humming? That it, yeah, <laughs> did the refrigerator just kick on? <laughs> All right. The other thing I was going to say yeah. that was troublesome about it <laughs> is, and I would feel this, hey, if. The Beatles did this, okay? If they, well, that'd be very odd if the Beatles put up a new album. That'd that be they, amazing. Uh, uh, would be, oh, they have the tools and technology to do this. So even if it's like innocuous now, just the idea that 
of this can be done do. feels of mm, course they do it's little, just like a system update you know like yeah i mean that yeah i might know my parents have sex i don't have to like they don't have to tell me about it <laughs> the next morning it wouldn't even be that they told you about it it would they would come in your room and do it that's more like it yes exactly but parental sex is very much like a late stage u2 album it's just just mellow and <laughs> love will shine like a burning star all right it's a beautiful day <laughs> Hey man, you do you. Hardy M. Uh, <laughs> who says you do you? Huh? Who says you do you? I already am. I think Leslie is seeing him seeing a beautiful day oh. to and she goes, You do you. And he I goes, I already am. Uh, I love Too that. late. <laughs> Have been since 1982. Being, doing me. Okay, so scary movie 2000 thoughts. That that's the top of my notes here. <sighs> scary movie 2000 thoughts. Yeah. Okay, first challenge. Oh. The scary not movie for us. challenge? No, oh. no, no, sorry. Okay. Uh never. <laughs> uh, uh You have to uh, dump a bucket of freezing cold jizz over your head. <laughs> And, and Instagram. Oh my god! If they would bring back the scary movie franchise, they should have that be like part of the social medias, yeah. like the uh, yeah, ice the, the jizz, jizz bucket, bucket challenge. challenge. This is the podcast equivalent of scary movie f- of our episodes. Look what it's done to us. Yeah, but we're so we're like the scary movie. We're having so much fun. Oh, we are. <laughs> uh. Okay, I was going to say first challenge that this movie's taking on. Spoofing something that's, I wouldn't say maybe inherently, but comedic. The Scream movies. Yeah. Hey, it's a lot easier to spoof movies that take themselves very seriously. A Western, a sci-fi movie. But um, I think it's a challenge met and topped. Yeah. I mean, and this is the the opening scene with... Carmen Electra is where you get most of what I would call like the airplane humor. Yes. That I really enjoy. I and love was it so much. Yeah. The most effective stuff in the movie for yep, me. Same. Like the when, Looney Tunes when they do cartoon stuff. Um uh uh when when the movie does uh uh well uh we should say like the writers, um Sean Wayans, Marlon Wayans, and then the director Keenan Ivory Wayans. Yeah. Um there are like gray um David Zucker, Jerry Zucker, uh, Jim Abrams uh, gags from like Airplane that are so fucking funny in this movie. And there's like yeah. two in a row here when she looks down to the table and there's a knife and a gun and all that stuff just there on the entryway, which killed me. And then she, when she runs and there's the street signs, the like two safety. Yep. And yeah. So good. And then, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 what was the other one that um um oh what I knew I was so strapped in what this movie was when I <laughs> this first show got when she goes uh she's walking over to the stove and she goes it's like oh. 
And that, I, that, that, I'm curious curious theater, that made me laugh. <laughs> See, that's where I cringed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I that's will, no judgment. No, I'm no, just no. saying. I will say about 50, I wrote it down <laughs> in my notes about 15, 20 minutes of the movie. I realized I was like, <laughs> 95% of the comedy that's been displayed so far in scary movie these first 20 minutes 90% of it is comedy I've never seen Matt Gourley engage in ever talk about appreciating uh, nor do I ever expect him to ever ever do in the future so I am thinking of you when I'm watching this stuff I'm like what is Matt thinking about like some of these jokes well I have to say that um, <laughs> it it's so funny when you put a fart joke in just to do it. Now that being said, you've probably seen Farting Preacher, the internet video, mm-hmm. right? It is one of the funniest things oh. I have ever seen in human history. Yes. I will put that on every once or twice a year and just roll on the floor. From age one to 120 until whatever age people die each age would find that funny hilarious it is universally hilarious yeah. but what is there's something about fart humor that is like i hate to keep using this word but there is a threshold and yes. you have to find the sweet spot and when you do it just pays dividends but if you're not in there and you're just doing it yeah. for a fart joke like but but also, well, who a, am I the, to say? Because it made you uh, laugh, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people liked it. But in this one, I just went, oh. And then it cuts to the popcorn thing getting bigger and bigger, and then I'm rolling. <laughs> What's the deal? The it's big so popcorn subjective. thing is so funny. Uh, <laughs> and I wrote, popcorn gag, solid. Uh, uh, I think as it feels okay, desperate so, to me. That one felt like, like almost like... It's the start of the movie, almost like Weinstein came in and said, we got to kill Henry Winkler because we got to have more action. Someone, we Weinstein have- himself probably comes in and I want a fart joke within first five minutes. We can't cut minutes. Winkler, so we got to cut the cheese. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you uh, can't cut the fawns, cut the cheese. Uh, oh my God. Kill me before I start deconstructing farting preacher and the oh, fart joke and scary movie. If you can't cut the Winkler, cut a Stinkler. Ah, Henry Stinkler. <laughs> uh, but... I think it's probably when it's like intelligently done. It seems to be like farting preacher. When you're watching it, you're laughing so hard. Uh, obviously, it's just like, oh, this guy looks like he's farting. But it's also just your brain in some ways identified, right? Like he's not really farting. Some rascal put these sound effects in, and I'm laughing at that too. But that they're he's- so well placed, and it's the added layer of wanting to see an asshole like that brought down yes. to such a low level, where the most like you can tell this guy just. Thinks so highly of himself. That is such a huge component of it too. Brought to that level is so satisfying. Because what he's doing is like so phony. Yeah. So to see that get like undercut the cheese is like, yeah. Uh, But so if it's about like the IQ, the intelligence level of the fart joke, I would say in Scary Movie, what. I laughed first, and I remember my experience. Which is scary. <laughs> and uh, in the theater, I remember in the theater laughing at that, kind of being like, "Whoa, I didn't know this movie was going to be this goofy this early on." And then when she said, "He, sorry, I just farted." Oh, I thought you heard that when she said that to him over the phone. That was the intelligence behind it. Truly, I was like, "Oh, that's funny." Like. 
it wasn't just a sound they added later. This is part of it. She's going to make a joke about how... Uh, but to talk wanna... about the fart joke escalation in relation to like what you were saying about the ejaculation. I'm rhyming here. Uh, uh, the, uh, is, uh, you know how in Blazing Saddles, Mel Brooks, like the head of Warner Brothers, is saying, you can't have a fart joke in our R-rated movie. You have to cut it. And then you think, Shrek 2001 opens with just a nasty ass fart joke from Shrek. He's like farting in a swamp. And Phantom Menace has one, remember? <sighs> yeah, Jar Jar gets a fart blasted in his face, right? Yeah, from a... What does he say when he gets that fart blast in his face? Do you remember? Uh, Stinkowitz. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Andy Stinkowitz? Stinkowitz. He says Stinkowitz. I believe he does. Oh, golly, Miss Wally. And then at one point he does go, excuse me. <laughs> Buddy. Ick, and then he steps in shit and goes, ooh, icky goo. Yeah, there's a lot of poop and... And so, bantha poo yeah. So does that mean in like pretty soon in a year or two, uh, there's going to be like Disney movies with like jokes like in American Pie? Because just because of our, we'll have acclimated to it. Yeah, like a I Pixar don't think that's joke true. Where kids just fucking a pie. It is interesting to think though that like yeah, but there isn't a match right now. Like I don't watch kids shows and go like, whoa. Yeah, fart jokes are are a funny litmus test because I like you said any human I think would laugh at farting preacher, but then it's like scattershot because also like when Leslie Nielsen would go on talk shows and he had that little fart squeezy thing. And apparently on sets for every movie he was on, like between takes, he would use this fart machine. Yeah. It kills me because he sells, I guess it was that Carmen Elect, I, I didn't believe her delivery. I felt like she didn't believe it. It's, isn't that funny? No, for me, it, it came down to acting. Yes. It wasn't that I'm above it and I don't, no. like, I think I appreciate a good one when it's done. It could well. come down to like the, like, because obviously what's so funny about like the airplane movies is the straighter and flatter they s deliver it with less of a wink, the funnier it gets. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, Carmen Electra just doesn't have all the tools as like a grounded dramatic actor. I so that when you see that, you're me. like, oh, that's so unexpected. <laughs> yeah. I what are you. the best fart jokes in history? Other, I mean, Farting Preacher wins hands down. Oh, um, God, that's a... Good question. Um, Are there other classics? I know you know what one I made. love? I don't know if it's a classic, but um, have you watched The Master before? Yeah. When they're doing the um, session where they're like, he's asking him questions and he's like, don't oh, yeah. blink. If you blink, we, I'll stop asking questions. And uh, he... He asks a question and then uh, Joaquin Phoenix answers it with like a fart. <laughs> <laughs> and then they start l laughing and he goes, I'm sorry, I had to. <laughs> you think uh, that was in the script? Yeah, I don't know. I was watching I don't know. A, a question. play when I was in college and it was the grad school. I was an <sighs> undergrad and they were performing and what play was it? It was like, oh, it was... Hamlet, I think, and there's some ad added scene where the grave robber scene. Two guys were taking a corpse out of a grave, and the corpse was played by the head of the acting department, <laughs> the teacher, 
my teacher. <laughs> Did he have any lines or why is he? he I, well, I mean, I, I know I he's a chorus, he was, but. Everybody was double cast in multiple roles because it was like a repertory company. Okay. He was a corpse. He was dead. They lifted him out of the grave and he audibly ripped one that the whole theater heard. And oh the, my God. it's a comic tragedy. And the grave robbers are just starting to crack the zone. And did the best thing ever that like trained actors should do, which is not ignore it. But like they waved their hands in front of their faces <gasps> and went, whoa, this one's still got some gas left in it or something. <laughs> <laughs> and they couldn't keep it together. <gasps> Oh my God. That is so funny. How could even like the whole cast even continue after that uh, moment, especially as the head of the, yeah, it, you know, it's seen the boss like step and boop. There's nothing. <laughs> oh, Stingerwicks. This guy's like, hey, what's wrong with stepping and boop? It happens to everybody every once in a while. Uh, hey, when are you going to talk about Benji movies? Woof, woof, woof. <laughs> Cujo, at least. Oh, that's a little teaser. Ooh, a little teaser about the Cooge. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, um, Sorry about the dog. There's nothing we can do. It's not my dog. Uh, it, it is my dog, though. Yeah. Um, I When I drive over to come here and do this, I yeah. bring my dog and I put it in your neighbor's yard. Yeah, and hangs like a piece of raw meat just out of its reach. <laughs> uh, I know I've said something to this effect before, but I gotta say the um, drive here, Yeah. first of all, all the freeways are beautiful. I'm driving through mountains and stuff, so it gets me in a good headspace for cozy time. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, cozy talk. But then... When I get off the freeway, it gets even sweeter. Where because do you get off? Um, uh, in my bedroom. <laughs> Weird question. <laughs> How's uh, your ceiling look these days? <laughs> Spackled. Oh my god! Laughing plaster. Um, uh, I. Uh, you're okay with me saying I'm not like disclosing all the exits. Fine. Okay. Uh, I'm just because I want to know what route you take. Uh, if you tell me what exit, I'll know which way you're coming. Uh, Figueroa. Okay. Yeah. I take the Figueroa exit and I uh, start doing moving around around that McDonald's. Yeah, I start making turns. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, baby, then I'm starting to enter tree line. Uh, that wasn't saying baby to you. I was saying baby to the universe. I'm oh. like, baby, then I'm down walking down, tr- driving down tree lined streets. Some of them changing color right now, and all the homes. You either got your houses from like Christine, like these nice oh. kind of like beautiful, traditional, classic looking suburban homes, or these kind of like really funky late 70s, early 80s, like all wood, mm-hmm. big windowed, nestled inside yeah. of like trees and stuff. I love It's such a, the 20 minute drive here gets me in such a good oh. frame of mind. That's nice to, to discuss. Come jokes. <laughs> Wait, I have to just open a tab because yeah. you called me baby. And I just realized yeah. I had two of the scariest thoughts the other day. Ooh. Speaking of scary movies, this is a scary movie thought in my head. Like, well, what one if is Paul thought, called me baby? One happened. So <laughs> oh no, I, I don't talk about this much, but I'm a teacher. I teach at a college, but I teach online. Mm-hmm. And it's not worth sticking out. This is a boring Oh, class. great. Yeah, yeah. But no, no. What are you I talking correspond- about? I want to hear any of this. I correspond online with students occasionally. So one student emailed me. Her name is Gabby, but she spells it G-A-B-Y. And she's like, I missed the test. Can I take it over? Blah, blah, blah. And I I replied her name. Unfortunately, the deadline has passed. 
but it autocorrected and it said, baby, unfortunately the deadline has passed ah! <laughs> to my student. Because ah! she spells it G-A-B-Y, which you'd think there'd be two B's in there. And then the scariest thought I had the other day was in the future, in the near future, they're not just going to reboot movies. They're going to reboot universes. So we're going to get a Marvel Cinematic Universe reboot. Isn't that awful? Your face. You just really bumped me up. It's coming. And a Star Wars Cinematic Universe reboot. And then it's going to be... Robert Downey Jr. actually comes back as Iron Man. But it won't even be that. It'll be like... Hey, if that was annoying for you to hear and <laughs> thought I was taking too long making that point, yes, I agree. Yeah. Anyway, those are my Sorry, thoughts. guys. I have thought about the like, oh, I'm my future, <laughs> not to future trip as they say, but my future will be constant reboots now. I have to like settle into this fact. But how do you feel about not a movie being rebooted, but the whole universe they will wipe all of that away and start fresh with all the films again one day gosh i don't know what i'm looking forward to the movies or the discourse (laughs) 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 oh okay scary movie scary movie you want to just dive into it yeah we got the logo loco starting with the dimension thing talk about making this start off in the right like uh zone for a parody of like, whoa, we're in same movie studio, same logo. You even got Shakespeare and Love in this movie. Yeah. Just, Weinstein's just handing out Miramax films to them. Yeah. And uh, I heard, uh, I don't remember this joke in theaters, but they changed the joke from the theater to the uh, video when uh, they're watching Shakespeare and Love. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow at one point gets referred to as a, a like Brad Pitt's ex-girlfriend or something. Oh. And then they changed that later when it went to DVD and what the version I saw. Oh. The version we all watched. Bring back the original. God, release the Gwyneth cut. <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you think about like commercials, like commercial spoofs are best when they look closest. Um, who did those um, late 80s, early 90s? James Signorelli, I think, did the SNL commercial parodies oh, yeah. that are just like... yeah. And at their Advil spoof looks so yeah. much like an Advil or their Lexus. Yeah. Their car commercial. It's a m- mind blowing. Yeah. So in that spirit, yeah, seeing a Dimension logo pop up, that's exactly the same logo as the uh, Scream movies. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, I thought about an aspect when I saw it. Oh, um, I think it's happened since Warner Brothers made a Lego movie Batman movie version that spoofs all Batman movies that they've made and all Batman things. And I, I love it. It's so really funny. Uh, uh, but I was like, when is a company ever, it's not like biting its own hand, but ever like goofed on its own shit and made money from goofing on their own shit. Yeah. I think this is a rare case as well. And so quickly, I mean, December 96, Scream comes out, summer 2000. They're spoofing, like, these movies that aren't and even four years old. it's the original title of Scream, Scary Movie. It's almost like it 
it was just an echo that came so quickly where it's like, yes. that's a good title. Let's, let's use it. Let's spoof it. Let's just, just follow it up. We know the process of this normally takes decades. Let's just accelerate it, you know? Yeah. I'm so such not a foodie, but I bet there's like ingredients that like get born in the sauce when they're put in. Yeah. And it's almost like when the scream sauce was made, the scary movie, because it was called scary movie, it was in the sauce. It was like born. It's the byproduct. And like, so let's just nurture it. We can, you know, like the, like you got cookie dough left over when you make cookies. Yeah. Here's the scraps. Right, right, right. Make some donut holes or whatever. They're the donut holes. We're so good at metaphor. Yeah. Oh my God. We are like, when it comes to metaphors, we are very good at them. We're meta fives. I never met a four that I didn't like. <laughs> uh, Not scream for. Hey, that's actually true with all the sequels. I, I know. I never oh, met yeah. a four I didn't like. But even um, like on a scale of one to ten. The number four. Four is my favorite number. It is? It is, yeah. Aw. Do you have a favorite number? Six, six, six. <gasps> Jesus. Um, hmm. Why don't, really why don't we it. take a pee break and you think about it and we'll come back and find out Paul's favorite number. Well, if we take a pee break, we know I'm going to come back at like number one. You, unless it was a really bad pee. <laughs> scare pee, move pee. Let's take oh, a scare pee, move dare pee. Dare we move pee? Dare we move pee break? Yes. We'll be right back. With Paulie and Ryan. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. With Paulie and Rust. What's your favorite number? Oh, uh, uh, five. Okay. I was trying to think of the... Of more classic fart jokes, but oh yeah, watch... I didn't ask yours or what your most classic. I don't is. know, but all I could think about was was there something we watched? Was it Jack Frost where we watched where they like ADR'd Jack Frost farting in a scene? <laughs> I thought there was something recently where I was like, oh god, it was yeah. so desperate. 
Oh, that is the most desperate thing. A post-production added fart. And uh, yeah, that should be a super cut. Those ones where it's like, we need to punch this up. What did I see where they really did add something in? Super cut the cheese. Super. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Twice. I've gone twice back to the cheese. Oh, man. We're, and better every time. <laughs> Just like cheese. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I do love cheese, man. It ages, though, too. Yeah. You know, like a... Like a fine cheese. Um, oh, I just wanted to say, um, just uh, in the same spirit of like giving this, hey, the bar kept raising for raunch and gross out mm-hmm. around this time period. Even if you watch like Austin Powers. The you mean lowering? Raising, raising <laughs> high to the heavens, touch, nearly touching God. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, like 1999, Austin Powers 2 just has really gross jokes because that's just like what everybody was doing man at the time do you notice though that mike myers version of raunch is still somehow kind of sweet it's quaint it's not uh, you could tell he even he has limits yes and i think it's like uh um it comes from the same spirit as like all the austin powers movies does which is kind of this like Dirty cheeky Brit, like yeah. it's just like like oh, in the late sixties too, there were probably like little dirty jokes and stuff. Like yeah. it, it all it's seems like th- it's also not scatological. It is very British. It's like it's, it's simply not done. Oh my know? god, Austin Powers too. There is a scatological joke. That what is this? Maybe the one of the grosser ones ever. What? Austin Powers drinks shit. Oh. I take it all back. <laughs> Drinks fat bastard's shit I, and goes, it's a bit nutty. Oh, that's right. Sorry, I did it. I just, oh. counselor, I had to show you the ex- exhibit A. Thank you. Thank you. I, I <laughs> Exhibit P. I, I defer. Uh, <laughs> you honor. Ah, yeah, let's hear him trying to defend. Uh, is it Austin Powers? I don't know. Or Mike I, that's Byers? why I, I said that and then bailed on it. Because no, no. like, I don't know who I'm representing. He's yet. representing uh, uh, Austin Powers. Uh, Eating shit? Yes. <laughs> Which means that's what Southern lawyers has to do right now and representing them. You got to eat some shit. Who among us has not colloquially, metaphorically, <laughs> figuratively, or literally eaten shit? I have done all four. And I even found a fifth. To which I am not beholden to tell you unless you come over for a little bit of Southern oil after dark. <gasps> <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. I will exhibit a drink a beaker full of fat people shit right in front of your eyes to show you that I'm a normal person. It, it could, if I was to do this, how could anybody, including my client, be considered crazy? Look at that poor little guy. Who is he this time? Dieter? Little boy in a bathtub? Uh, Wayne in the basement? I don't know. Okay, everybody look under your seat. There's a Dixie cup full of liquidy shit. <laughs> you get some shit. You get some shit. You get some shit. Oh yeah, that was great. That was that was like the scary movie version of uh, of Southern, Southern Lawyer. <laughs> it was like dirty, and then at the end, uh, kind of a, a pop culture figure popped up without 
like or a spoof of something popped up like, oh, yeah, the <laughs> did do that in the early 2000s. Wait till you see my spoof of There Will Be Blood, but instead of a gushing oil well, it's just a big ejaculation geyser. Oh, it should have happened. I drink your milkshakers. Oh, see, the jokes oh my God. write themselves with little help from me. Do you... um? I want a There Will Be Blood Smooth with Southern Lawyer now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's where it fits a little bit. But I was also going to say it fits in with, uh, 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 well, you we were talking like the spoof movies like Airplane yeah. and Top Secret and Naked Gun and stuff. Um, but uh, Keenan Ivory Wayne's directed uh, I'm Going to Get You, Sucker. Right. Um, and then um, Marlon Wayne's and Sean Wayne's, was it, uh, they were in... Um, don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Yeah. And both of those are really funny yeah. spoofs. Yeah, I remember uh, liking those. Yeah. Um uh so like uh their like uh spoofing skills are like so sharp. Yeah. I like they're my favorite heirs to the Zucker thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Especially since the Zuckers took a real nosedive. Yeah. Yeah. And to your like Michael Myers kind of like there's a joyfulness. Um, I think the Wayne brother, I mean, outside of like just airplane and naked gun are just like untouchable, oh, God. but I love these spoof movies. Cause even in like airplane and stuff, there's like part of the joke is like people have an edge. Like you're sort of surprised that somebody has an edge with the Wayans brothers, like comedies and spoof movies. Even like uh, uh, like white chicks, uh, which is really funny. The raunch and stuff is so wholesome. It is like the way it's delivered. It's so what? pure. You the ceiling? Okay. Thing? Yeah, I mean, like, here's an example. Like when the guy gets a picture of the Polaroid, it says "I know," and it's his, oh. it's his little penis. Yeah. Okay, that's so funny, right? Yeah, and so the sheriff showing pictures of himself in a bikini briefs. Hilarious. I laughed at that. Me too. That was one of my laugh moments. Because they never specifically say what he's like looking for approval-wise. Like, how do I look? Or will these do in print? Or is this the criminal? It's just so vague. Yeah, see something in the evidence here? There's nothing. No, and they are both playing it airplane straight perfect it is perfect maybe my favorite moment of the film god it is really really that funny. sheriff was so good kurt fuller yeah he's perfect in um i was like oh if you make a spoof movie you put kurt fuller in yeah, it because he's just totally doing what he does in, in straight movies where he's playing the heel basically or not yes. even as much of a heel in this but just Playing it straight, God, and then he asks her again. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, well, that's how funny it goes. It goes one more like additional thing where he's like, "What? Can you look at it again?" I was like, "Well, I thought I tried." <laughs> oh my God, I thought I tried. Or yeah, yeah, because yeah. Also, there's something about it because there's so much like Sean Wayne's character of the the like, is he gay or not? Like that homophobia is just falls so flat. That's the hacky. Yeah, uh, and this is good, like not hacky, about hacky that. This is about like. This guy has a thing he enjoys. Yeah. And he's kind of like excited about it and it, like wants giddy. to share it. Yeah. 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 And, and it's just, it is wholesome. I see what you're saying. And it's more like in the spirit of like uh, John Waters. Like, yeah. isn't it fun to be gross? Isn't it fun to be like weird? Isn't it yes. like, um, uh, uh, 
the uh, 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 yeah, like oh, oh, so when he gets that picture of the little penis, and then he's telling the group or something, (laughs) and then Cindy goes, "No, no, I got one too." Yeah, and he's referring to her boyfriend. He goes, "Bobby has a baby penis too." Yeah, he says it. Like I know, so sweetly and it's so funny that he has chicken pox as well. Yeah, and also that he refers to his small penis as a baby penis, <laughs> and is totally comfortable and okay with going. He has a baby penis too. Oh, it's there. There's such a uh, sweetness to yeah. everybody, and oh my god, we haven't even how have we not brought up her name, Anna Ferris? Yeah personifies that in her performance it is such a sweet like funny performance in the most like depraved like movie and scenes it's yeah. really is really her, like for lack of a better term breakout role yeah i think it was a, her debut hmm. this cast is just as talented and just took off just as much as anybody in the scary movie or in the screen movies. Did. I was really surprised by Shannon Elizabeth in this movie. She Solid. was so good. She had one of my other favorite lines, which is, Oh my God, we hit a boot. <laughs> the boot line got me. <laughs> oh my God, we hit a boot. She's also very funny in the scene where she gets killed. The, um, and then really good in oh, that scene of when she's reacting. The acting scene. Yeah. Is another, the, I loved that. Yeah. That was really funny and just how it slowly unfolded and just the people's reaction. Wow, she's really moving me. She's really good at this. That that was like, I hesitate to say it, but like not, that was like when the film went from parody to satire a little bit of just yeah. like, you know, making a comment on the acting ability of, of these movies and then society and like, okay, yeah. I'm reading too much into it. No, no, no. And it was uh, also- um, I'm having trouble hearing, listening to myself today. Oh, no, dude, I, you know, I love it. It was, it was also like just a solid um, uh, spoof of I th- uh, a scene in, um, I know what you did last summer too. There's like a funny beauty pageant <laughs> scene. Uh, um. But yeah, the other, um, like, uh, just uh, um, shouting out uh, all the uh, cast members, um, uh, Anna Ferris, John Abrams as Bobby. He's really funny. This was John Abrams' year. He also played the stoner brother in Meet the Parents in 2000. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's okay. really funny in both. Yeah. Um, then uh, Marlon Wayans is shorty. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. I would say like 80% of his lines are joke lines. He gets to say like the funniest stuff. He really didn't do it for me. I just felt so forced. Really. I, it was maybe my least favorite character. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. that's I'm fine. Sorry. What That laugh. The like, yeah, yeah. I just... I I mean, I get, yeah, I wanted to like it. Unfortunately, the Wayans brothers in this were the weak spot for me because obviously Sean's character arc was just like doesn't age well. And yeah, um, the reason I don't like that is, yeah, A, it's hurtful. B, it's like hacky. Yeah. Like I've seen that joke so many times, even in 2000, seeing that joke, you're just like, I, know. I thought they were going to redeem it at the end 
and they kind of tease with it. I'm not quite sure where he's basically going like, wait, what are you talking about? I'm not game. But it didn't seem like a joke of like him being in denial, but actually literally I'm not. I just really like these things. Yeah. And I couldn't tell if they're kind of making the joke of all this is just coincidental or not. But then but they I pulled the punch because, yeah, because yeah. there's a joke about Bobby like blowing him or something. And then he and... dies on the back of Bobby. Yeah. It's just, um, it's just such. Like, well, I was going to say, see the thing I don't like. It's just like, it wastes space for other jokes. Yeah. It's just, it's the same joke kind of over and over again. So whenever it happens, I'm like, I'm laughing at all the other jokes. I'm having a good time with the other jokes. You're just saying the same thing again and again. Uh, like, put in another joke of the popcorn thing getting big. Uh, <laughs> they only cut back to that once and it was big, right? Or did they? No, a couple of times. Okay. And, if you're teaching like a film class on like what's the difference between suspense movies or, or comedy, scary movies or comedy, you just like it's that. It's like instead of cutting to the popper being normally getting bigger, which builds yeah. true suspense. And when you watch it and scream, it's like, yeah. Ooh, holy shit, that's such a novel, ingenious way of showing it. And scary movies just like it gets really big. Well, speaking of genius, I feel like at the end of the scene, they should have just the house should have exploded with popcorn. Popcorn. Oh my god, that would have been so real genius. Real genius. <laughs> that would have been real genius if they had done that. Uh, um, the uh, uh, oh oh um. Uh, so anyway, um. Well, what did you think about seeing your boy Prince in there? Okay, so these are my maybe favorite kind of jokes of these spoof movies is when a pop culture figure <laughs> could pop up. Plays himself like he did in this movie. Ah! <laughs> the guy didn't even look anything like And I was expecting, I forgot, I was expecting a Michael Jackson joke. Oh, you'd think it would have been, yeah. I mean, because there's guess, a really funny Michael time... Jackson joke in Scary Movie 4, so that's probably what I'm thinking of. Uh, uh, was this around the time that he changed his name and that's why they're going at him? Yeah, that was probably, yeah, early, mid-90s. So if this is just looking back on the whole decade as a whole, it's like, yeah, let's let's take a shot at Prince. It's the first time in the movie where there's something where you're like, that can't happen in this universe. <laughs> like, up until that point, there's jokes about like, oh, Ghostface looking at porn while he oh, talks yeah. to her. And so it's like, and theoretically, she could be in that porn he's looking at. Yeah. But by this point, I'm like... The Prince couldn't really be in her yeah. backyard. Uh, yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Don't make fun of Prince ever. Uh, um, the um, you know what I uh, you know when I I'll let you know when I genuinely laughed. Yeah, but with spoof movies, like I I saw a few of them in the theater when they were coming out, like Epic Movie and, oh, yeah. and Date Movie and um. I'd see them in the Meet the Spartans. It was a really oh, funny yeah. one, I remember. A disaster movie, another, like, seeing them all opening weekend. <laughs> not with all of them, and not in an annoying way, just to myself. I think only with one. Maybe it was Meet the Spartans. I told myself, just laugh at every joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great... We talked about this before on a, or something about that. Like, wh why wouldn't you give yourself that gift Permission. of going into any movie? Of That's why I'm mad at myself for not appreciating the Scream movies at the time. Thinking that I was somehow, I won't say above them, but just like, I don't know what that was. Why Why would you ever do that? Give 
every movie and TV thing the best chance you can. And sure, it can lose you if it's stupid. Turn it off, whatever. But yeah, we, I guess but it's like, try some, you'll it. like it. And that's <laughs> what I mean by, like, I didn't like this movie, but I had a good time watching it because I was yeah. just like picking what made me laugh and enjoying that and not worrying about the stuff that was not good, you know? Yeah, I mean, the experience I had when I was like, just telling myself, just like, let out the response of laughing. Obviously, the majority of those were. I don't even know how to define like fake or real laugh because <laughs> I let my body have a response to the lines according to however it was. So some of them would be bigger or smaller. And I was not like annoying the people around me. I want you to know it was like my own like experience. Yeah. And you know what they say? The science of like, smiling dump some chemical in your Absolutely. brain that makes you feel good when i just resolved i'm going to like have a chuckle a giggle a laugh every resp- every joke is going to be a response it left me feeling really fucking good man i believe it context too is everything if i pour like a, a bourbon and ginger beer and lime on a friday afternoon at like three and put on a movie it doesn't matter what the movie is. I'm just going to love it because I'm like the week's over. You're yeah. having a drink. You made it. You're relaxed. It just makes every movie so good. It's just like I don't even want to watch movies if I can't give it that kind of good content. Robust. Like, yeah, I and, agree. And I admittedly, agree. like you know how it is. I mean, we both have kids, so sometimes we have to get these movies in when we can. And so sometimes – if you're not watching a movie in the bright conditions, it can really hurt it. And you mean I'm, like watching a cum joke at 10 a.m. in a brightly lit living room this morning? Well, when you're you trying know, to get it done before uh, somebody comes to clean where I live and I don't want them to think I'm juvenile. When you're nursing your daughter and Jack Frost is ripping farts. And she's cracking up and you're like, oh, God, what, <laughs> what am I raising? Uh, wait, why were we? You were saying you saw these epic or these spoof movies. And oh, you let yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. laughing at all of them. And so um, I guess what I get tripped up on is when I can't laugh at all of them. It's, it's the, um, and I know we said we weren't going to like, to uh into this but yeah, just like the uh, uh um the joke that he's closeted unknowingly gay those bum me out and if i don't remember one that i list here or whatever it doesn't mean it didn't bum me out but yeah um there's also uh a kind of like it gets into viciousness the jokes about Cindy getting beat up by that guy oh yeah and and, the, and Bobby also just like keep pressuring her for sex and that's the other thing is yeah. the um pushing her head down stuff that's like truth be told I remember sitting in the theater and thinking like this shit ain't funny I don't like this at the time uh so to say it didn't age well, I was like, well, it was never. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely stuff in this movie that's not a, a question of aging or time. At the time, I even the gay thing, I would have just been like, this is so dumb. It's just yeah. so it's not it's not it's offensive, but also not funny. It's 
Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's just hack. And if it wasn't offensive, it still wouldn't be good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. But you know what was good? The always open neon sign on her. In her bedroom? <laughs> bedroom. That killed me. <laughs> With a big window open. I and, just yeah. love that. And her dad, uh, Rick. Dominion. Oh, that, God, their little exchange. Who I confuse with Kurt Fuller. Yeah, and I, that I, actor. my mom used to confuse him with, what's his name? Forsyth? Will, oh. William Forsyth? Yeah, yeah. The guy from Raising Arizona. Yes. The, uh, the buddy of John Goodman. Yeah. And, the, and maybe I'm mispronouncing his name, Rick Demunion or whatever. Dukeman, I think. Dukeman. Dukeman. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Um, but I was like saying some weird like Dominion <laughs> <laughs> variation. Wait, uh, you said 666 six, six and then Dominion? <laughs> no. Uh, uh, moving on. <laughs> uh, I thought he, uh, I thought he, 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 um, I first saw him in like maybe the Burbs. Yeah. Uh, he's really funny. Yeah, he should have been around more. Yes, he should have. Uh, he's really funny in this movie when he goes at the very, very end when the cops show up. And it's crazy to see Kurt Fuller and Rick... Dukeman. Dukeman. Dominion. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm over here now. <laughs> in the same shot? Like, when yeah. it's, like, two people who distinguishes, like, when Kurt Fuller showed up later first showed up as the cop i was like wait he was her dad is this like a dual role yeah Yeah. uh but the part that i thought was really funny is when the cop shows up the dad starts putting up his hands to get arrested already and then he says to the cop you know what the sick bastards that they (laughs) went around and planted drugs all over the place really really funny yeah the specifics of like i left you a little something in the coffee can make sure to cut it with what that's right. Oh Not yeah, that baking soda because then they'll turn into muffins or yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, and then it goes into wholesome and sweet. Or otherwise, they're gonna get muffins out of their nose. Yes. You've been laughing at that since you were two. If that move, the whole movie was like that, and the airplane stuff. Yeah, crushing. those are are definitely the sweet spots for me. Yeah, is those. Uh, um, and I wonder if that's like, did one of the Wayans brothers write more of that? Because remember the the whole thing with um. Blazing Saddles was that they wanted Richard Pryor to play Cleavon Little's part. And they brought him Richard Pryor co wrote it. Yeah. Yep. And he didn't want to write any of the racial stuff. He only wanted to write the um, Mongo stuff. He just liked like the kind of Warner Brothers cartoon stuff. And I don't know what my analogy here is, but just like how certain people take to certain type. Like, is one Marlon, I mean, one Wayne's brother doing like all the scatological stuff and it's one the more like a little, little more brainy yeah, or are they know, both back and forth I, I, when I was watching this I, it was reminding me of um, it made me think of uh, SNL which is like um, obviously it doesn't go as far as the uh, scary movie one and two do but to do to do uh, Hey, my nickname's Tudu. Sam's name is Tudu? Kinchipan said Bantapudu. That's just a little Sabalba. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, uh, wait, good golly. What was I? Uh, Saturday Night Live. Oh, oh, oh. I think why that show is very popular and has been very popular through the years is it's not trying to 
make comedy for one slice of the audience. Yeah. Everybody can watch that show and say they had a favorite sketch that was anybody in America could like like a style of comedy right. and get it. Now, does that mean like then there's other stuff that people don't like because they had it? Of course. Yeah. So I feel like a little bit with the, with the even with the airplane movies and stuff, Naked Gun, there's jokes that go, and I'm just like, oh, because this is what this movie is. Yeah. They're doing every type of just laugh you all can possibly wall. get. Laughs that, first, who cares what the style yeah. and tone is, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, there, there are some funny, like, you know, with what you were saying, sort of like, oh, Scream was originally called Scary Movie. This is all like, um, that Carmen Electra is named Drew, like yeah. Drew Barrymore, but yeah. that's not too far from like Scream 3. There's characters named like, uh, it, uh, uh, Jennifer Jolie and stuff. Yeah, and there's oh, like the scene where she opens the door and the ghost face mask is right there and then he pulls it away and it's Dewey. That's straight from screen. Yes. And the only twist they give it, it is the smallest twist that doesn't even count I mean, is he it. looks over at it then and gets a little scared at the end. I'm like, that ain't much guys. Yeah. Uh, uh, although I did write down on the notes one of my favorite things to do is getting scared by the thing I'm holding in my hand. <laughs> uh, uh, do you know Craig Anton? He's an actor, a uh, comedic actor. Um, uh, but I met him when I first started doing comedy in Los Angeles and he would do this funny thing. Um, he's he's like Chevy Chase height. He's just like a tall lean guy. I was just going to say Chevy Chase does that joke when he'll look at something like his own hand and get scared by it. Maybe that's what he's, yeah, boy. But but he would have, I remember like we were talking once and he had his hand like up on a doorway. He was talking to a group of us. That's hilarious. And he looked over at his hand and got scared of his hand on the doorway. We like cracked the fuck That's hilarious. Up. There's yeah. a scene where... In vacation when they're riding the roller coaster at the end and Chevy Chase does his hands up and he looks over his hand and he just screams at him. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done this. Really? so funny. Oh God, it's so good. Like, ah! <laughs> oh my God. God, I love old Chevy Chase so much. I love him so much. Yeah. So I'm like, as horrible as he's kind of just weird, he's not horrible, but just as... I just still find something even oh, in the in the old guy without a doubt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. I just same. I love him that much yeah, that I'm willing too. to like put up with the weirdness of him now just to get a fix. Yeah. Uh, one hundred percent. Did you watch Modern Problems a lot? Oh, yeah, like <laughs> I a, like it. Oh God! After that, like that's after he like snorts coke off the floor. Yeah, and, yeah. And Nell Carter's just glowing green and. That movie is wild. Yeah. Like, is, Any it movie is with Dabney Coleman, I'm in. Dabney Coleman, uh, I think surprisingly, playing an obnoxious jerk. What? Oh, I, I must be talking about someone else. <laughs> uh, the um, uh, Who do you think does the voice of Ghostface in these calls? Because it sounds kind of like the actor who does Bobby, who plays Bobby. Oh, I don't know. But uh, I got this spoiled for me because I was looking up actors on IMDb and the guy who plays Doofy is credited as Doofy slash the killer. Oh, you did get it spoiled for yeah. you. It's like a real but surprise. I was okay with that. Doofy. Oh, that's yeah, another yeah. Yeah, rough, rough stuff. Um, that actor who plays him, he was in this nineties proto jackass 
yeah, prank show called reality TV show, according to his IMDb bio. Not true. <laughs> oh, you were in PBS's American Family yeah. in the late seventies. Yeah, seven up. Hmm. That guy went on to just basically do all spoof movies that you've never heard of, like Twilight spoof movies and things like that. He He's must write them. Or... Doofy is now in the spoofies. Doofy the spoofy. Yeah, he did one kind of his own, like Ace Ventura, uh, Frank McCluskey, P.I. I mean, all problematic things aside, he is like a funny actor. Yeah, like he's a good. Performer. Yeah. Um, but, uh, oh, he also plays a, he's a really funny guy in um, Ghost World. Oh. He's like the guy in the jean shorts at the convenience store who like has nunchucks. He's like, I'm so hungry oh, yeah. I could eat the crotch out of a rag doll. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, it got spoiled for you. I'm sorry, buddy. Welcome to the 10th annual Spoofies. Tonight, your host. <laughs> the Twilight. Oh, my God. We would have to be so scraping the bottom of the barrel and insane if we ever were like, let's do 10, a 10 movie look at all the Spoofies. Because oh, a lot of them know. are horror. There's Twilight know, but ones. there's some good. I bet you could find. Well, you got two airplanes. Oh yeah! Two hot shots, three uh, naked guns. Yes, and that's just getting started. That's fine. Yeah, um, top secret, top secret, spy hard. I don't know. Oh my god! Then yeah, Dracula dead and loving it. What's the Exorcist one? Wrongfully accused is the fugitive one. The Exorcist oh, one is a uh, repossessed. Yeah, which wrongfully is funny. accused. I mean, you could just do ten Nielsen's. You could just do 10 Nielsen's and also you could do specifically horror spoofs because Marlon Wayans did a couple um, paranormal activity or like uh, paranormal was, activity. Is, it, what, is that what it's called? Uh, yes. And Amanda auditioned for it Oh, or might even be in it. I forget. There's also <laughs> movies. I think he did two of them called scary houses or something. Oh, really? That sounds, scary very, house? Made, that sounds very made up by me. <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, and I guess as early as old Abbott and Costello, Meet and Frankenstein, played by the actual actors who played those characters. Yeah. Like it's, it's a it's an old tradition that makes us laugh. Yep. Uh, uh, Trailer on campus is pretty funny. The oh yeah he yeah yeah real close. I also love that kind of like. There's a couple moments in um, this movie where they pull some subtext and reading between the lines in the screen movies and then kind of pull them out to make them jokes. And it did make me go like, Oh, maybe Billy in the screen movies is like a little, like what you would call like white trash. Like, yeah, I, I, it took me a second to put that together. It just gave me an element of like a way to look yeah. at Billy. I was like, Oh, we don't see his house. Uh, Maybe he's a little bit more like yeah. on the other side of the tracks. And, yeah. Um, uh, so I think that scary movie could add uh, dimensions and nuances to. to yeah, the I'm just putting it together. Like, was Sean Wayne's character closeted gay be- because they were pulling that out of the Lillard relationship with oh, Skeet Ulrich? Or were I they just going for that? Was the other subtext made text joke? I thought. Uh, was at the end of Scary Movie with that, that I don't think the whole Sean Wayne's joke probably is based on the Lord thing, but they do 
at the end, I That's think right. by having the guy who plays Bobby be like, wait, we're gay together. It's like, oh, they're making yeah. a joke of right. the movie is making a joke of what's yeah, that's right. going on in Scream a bit. Yeah. Um, the, uh, oh, that end, uh, sorry, that gag where um, she gets hit by the car while the dad's getting like road ahead or oh, something. Yeah. Um, that was going to be the end of a scary movie was, you know, Sid gets hit, Cindy, Cindy gets hit by the car yeah. and flies up to the screen. Yeah. It was going to cut Then I've seen it on the DVD. It's a deleted scene then of somebody driving a car getting like roadhead. Why like would a callback. they cut that? Like, why wouldn't you put that in if you're going to do all this in the first place? Yeah. I mean, it's weird because it's a different, it leaves you with a different thing. I remember when she got hit by the car, it was so unexpected. And when I left the theater, I was kind of like, huh? <laughs> If they had gone on like a roadhead joke, I would have been like, yeah. yeah. And then just a huge geyser of jizz out the sunroof. They do some sort of a William Castle thing. When you come out into the lobby, there's just like a big wave of jizz that comes through the lobby. And you write. <laughs> like The Shining, but with jizz. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's what they wanted The Shining to be. Yeah. If they if the technology wasn't there, but if it, w- it had been at the time. Well, if this movie would have... Okay, so you see her launch to the ceiling, then you see him emaciate, and then they just cut to an elevator opening and jizz, and the chair's floating and jizz. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> Man, you got to do that. And the house exploding with popcorn. I'm going to do a, a Topher Grace recut of this movie. <laughs> um, um, Principal Squiggy. Now- the th- the thinking here must be Henry Winkler played the Fonz, so they must have gone to Potsy and Ralph Mouth, thinking like let's keep it in Happy Days. Couldn't get them, and they're like, "Well, what's next? The spinoff of Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley. Let's get Squiggy." Yeah, because they also got the like shots beer sign behind him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like that stuff. I mean, it is it is like the spoof version of what Scream's doing, I yeah. guess, right? Or the, uh, is that the word we decided it was going to be? Is that the best word to... Uh, of, instead of spoof? Yeah, no, spoof, spoof. Yeah, yeah. parody spoof. Um, uh, the... Um, spoof, spoof. Oh, my God, when they're... Sorry to be bouncing back, but uh, when... James Vanderbeek oh, yeah. comes up and looks into the camera and goes, oops, wrong set. Yeah. That is my favorite stuff on earth. Yeah, that's good. Um, I uh, had a sketch group called uh, uh, Fireball Deluxe, and we did a show once uh, that was really fun to do called Dad Quest, and it was about four dads who go like on a mystical, mythical quest to rescue their sons. Uh-huh. And it was like a fantasy spoof spoof of fantasy stuff and um there was one joke that i think two of us wanted the other two did it and the two who wanted it even though it it should be like democracy eventually it was what out i think it was just because we bought the costume <laughs> there's a part where we're like <laughs> 
I'm just telling a joke we wrote. I'm sorry, everybody. Please, I'm dying to hear it. We ran it. We're like trying to get to the wizard who kidnapped uh, our sons. And this is myself, Neil Campbell, Mike Cassidy, and uh, Chris Stegall. And we get to a door and uh, we're going to open it to get to the wizard. And Cartman's there. And we got like a Cartman costume. (laughs) And like a little cart was there, like, what? <laughs> and he goes, Sorry guys, wrong door. <laughs> we're like then we like shrug, we're like, well, and we close the door. And I would just always like that. And I think back about it, and I'll talk about it with friends and we'll laugh. And uh uh <laughs> when I was watching this and James Vanderbeek popped up and went wrong set, I was like, okay, this is clearly <laughs> It's the best. Every comedy should do jokes like this. I know, because remember when Batman, whenever they'd climb the the, oh, yes. the buildings, there would always be, you know, Sammy, Sammy Davis, Davis Jr. Jr. Yeah, that's the one you always think of. Why is that? Ah. There's some weird ones, but Sammy Davis. Yeah. And just to think that, that that guest star had to come in, lie down, and when and they- sit up. Yeah, they would sit up. Lie down and sit up. Can you come for a couple hours to lie down and what sit up? What an elite club. What, what a, it, I, that show is very hip. So I bet it was like a you know somebody gets a voice a on the Simpsons or something. Where I figured it out, the killer's killing anybody who's done a celebrity window cameo in the '60s Batman. Sammy Davis Jr., Ethel Merman. I did think Frank about Sinatra, I believe. Right? What if somebody tried to like kill a cast from like a Poltergeist type movie because? Everybody would think like, oh, oh there's cursed. a weird curse. <sighs> or the movie begins as like, you think it's a weird curse. And it's like, oh, no, somebody's. Like any no, that's a good idea. thriller idea. Yeah. It happens when you watch awesome thrillers with awesome ideas. Yeah. The, the good should be in the movies at 70 minutes. A lot of these movies, a lot of these ideas. Like it's good maybe for the first twenty pages, yeah. twenty minutes, yeah. but then what happens? Yeah. Um uh the uh um oh uh uh, uh Regina Hall. So yeah. funny. Yeah, she's great. Um that's what I was gonna say. Oh, when the cast is more famous than the scream cast. I got like uh uh Anna Ferris and uh, Regina uh, Regina Hall is just like both of them are like very famous comedy stars. Yeah, and um, a huge check mark I'll put in these first two scary movies and uh, the Wayans Brothers movies in general. Um, in their movies, every character is funny. Every character gets a crack at being funny. And it's almost like a waste to have just somebody. So that means women get to be funny. Yeah. And uh, people of color, not like just the white guys who are on SNL. The, I know, there the was a danger of, funny. Yeah. of like Carmen Electra and, Electra and Shannon Elizabeth being there just for eye candy. But I mean, Shannon Elizabeth has a couple of the best moments in this film. Yeah. Anna Ferris has tons. Oh. Yeah, Regina throughout Hall the too, from yeah. the beginning to the end of the movie, Anna Ferris is funny, and she gets to be funny in a way that, like, you know, even now really get to see a lot of, which is like, she farts in the tub, 
then she smells her own fart and likes it and like drifts off to sleep. Like, <laughs> now see that one was pretty solid. I love it. Yeah, and and I hey, think that's the acting, honestly. Totally. Yes. <laughs> and girls, welcome to being gross. Acting. Yeah, is so funny. Yeah, and the fact that like that isn't a tool in many comedies certainly it could be in so many think about how many times a woman sits in a bath on a comedy we'll have her fart and smell it like it that's a good good joke escalation it's three solid beats because if they would have just done the fart you're back to square one it's not funny the smelling (laughs) is like that's unexpected and then the approval of it is like yes I am beautiful Perfectly executed. Um, uh, oh, first laugh out loud of the movie was when they look at Greg's report card and they cut to it and it says, dumbass. <laughs> uh, Nutty Professor has a really funny joke where the Nutty Professor shows a picture he took for somebody and it cuts to the picture held in somebody's hand and it makes me roll. Cutting to something like being in somebody's hand and you get to like look Wait, at it, the surprise of the cut to it. Explain. In Nutty Professor, uh, it's like he they show a picture he took that's like a kind of like a Sears picture. <laughs> he just has like the biggest smile on his face. And it's just funny that he took the picture and is like giving it to somebody of himself, like smiling. Oh. <laughs> is this Jerry Lewis or um Oh sorry, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um uh the oh 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 laughed at oh my god we hit a boot yeah uh again her delivery perfect uh this is in the category of the stuff i love in these movies with that cartoon beehive went on that guy's head (laughs) (laughs) the prop prop making the fact that they also had to make and mold multiple ghost face masks depending on his expression. I wish those screen movies would do that. There, that was really change. funny like when he's just like high and laughing. Almost yeah, when like he's Robert got like a tongue hanging out. Yeah. Stuff. Those are really funny. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen him. When have you ever seen a mask changing? Change. Yeah. Uh, I love when Ghostface was hiding and gets like his feet are sticking out then he goes under the rug. That was really funny. It's so funny and I wrote down this is what makes children laugh. Yes. You do this for a three-year-old and <laughs> yes. they will laugh at it. It's so funny that this is in the context of like the filthiest jokes too. Is this the first real like surge of CG comedy? I wrote that down. Like I was like, I think gags? this is the first time sitting in a theater going, seeing CGI used for comedy. So we had snot. We had... A dick kill out the ear. We had um, uh, the spooge. The spooge. There were some other things too. Uh, uh, the dick uh, kill was pretty funny. Yeah, unexpected. Truly unexpected. Uh, to see, you see the Polaroid of the baby penis. You see the nutsack fall out of the oh, gym teacher's yeah. pants a couple times, and then the penis going through the ear, it is very surprising to see male genitalia in a movie. Yeah. Uh, The, uh, um, so the, uh, 
Okay, so we talked about the beauty pageant. Oh, uh, I didn't laugh at this, but I didn't think it was funny when she comes out at the beauty pageant and her boyfriend's like, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. And the other guy in the audience is like, yeah, you go. And he's like, she's my girl. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> really funny. Um Okay, farting in tubs, smelling it, liking it, covered that, good. Um, hiding under the rug and behind curtain. Oh, okay. I wish every comedy would just have the guts. Tootsie, whatever, a high-minded comedy. Just have a moment where somebody gets chased down uh, the stairs by a big piano. Oh, also, in this house... What is the the layout of this house where there's a huge wide staircase that then splits off to the side and then continues to to go up like it's some civic municipal building or something? <laughs> I love it. That is the widest staircase, and yeah, there is like a a a, a, a walkway yeah. going through there. Um, but it is her grandma. Uh, you can tell because she goes. You hear her go grandma or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, then Dewey getting scared of the mask. Laughed at the cop. Laughed at the cop showing photos of himself. Oh, that made me laugh. So good. Because um, also she's brought in. Isn't this when they're like bringing in all the students individually? So you get the sense that he's maybe doing this with every student. That's oh, why he's bringing them in. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're right. There's such a vacuum of like, there's no information around that scene to even know what is happening. on the Another sentence. mistake they would have made playing it wrong is if Anna Ferris reacted like, Ooh, he's a weirdo. And she's just like, the best part is she's, she's humoring him like, or actually indulging him and playing it straight, but also being honest with him. Like they don't work. For I'm going to say Matt, not just 100%, 1, 0, 0, 0, 1,000%. That's the difference between the good spoofs and the bad spoofs. You can see it even in the Naked Gun movies. Yeah. First one, nobody like looks at each other like for a couple times yeah. when it like is going to be really funny. Somebody in the room looks at each other like, I don't know about this. Yeah. But most of the time, everybody just exists in this like loony universe. Yeah. And then by Naked Gun 2 and 3, everybody's a fucking gym from the office. Everybody's yeah. looking at each other like, can you believe this weirdo? Gripe time, Gorley. It might be my number one least favorite thing in comedy is the cut to the normie mm. making a face about this person's weird. It's like, yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm watching it. Yeah. I don't need your superior reaction to inform me, the dummy, that this guy is being foolish. I know. When they do that in movies, they cut to me and I'm doing it to that person. Going, oh and God. it's extra funny when the other person isn't doing that. I know. When the person is looking at the photo going, no, I'm sorry. Ugh. Yeah, that's why like George Kennedy was amazing in, Frank. in the original Naked Gun. He's so good. Because sometimes he gets exasperated with him, but he's never questioning his reality. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're right. He is like sometimes 
But it's so funny. Or he that tries he wants to, to talk him out of things. I, <laughs> I do want to watch those movies again. Maybe we should watch Dracula Dead and Loving It. That can't be good. That's where Mel Brooks and Leslie Nielsen. That's right. M- meeting of the Minds. That's also when like Mel. Also, how Brooks crazy that the bottom. third Naked Gun movie I think is like March '94. It's like Whoa. three months before OJ. Like similarly to how Baby Driver has kind of. Kevin Spacey in it, and yeah. like four months later, and he got Anton, it. it. was like Anson just Willard. under the wire. Yeah. Um, so, oh, with airplane and stuff, scary. You you pointed this out. You're like, oh, there's some moments that are just like straight from the movie. They even have a character make a joke like, I'm, I've heard this dialogue from mm-hmm. it's trippy. I've heard it from the screen movies. Um, I did notice. I'm like, oh, they're just sometimes they'll just go use the actual dialogue and then just change yeah. the actual thing so it'll be like sense. mom mom said you gotta go home or mom says you gotta respect me when I'm an officer of the law yeah. that when I wear this badge I'm an officer of the law that is a line from and then she says uh, mom also tells you not to you you know let the vacuum cleaners suck yeah. you off or whatever yeah. uh, 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 you know that airplane is like they did that with this movie Zero Hour yes where they, side by side and YouTube video people should watch the YouTube yeah. video and Leslie Nielsen's in that no isn't he is he I thought he was fuck yeah that's awesome wait let me look it up oh uh, well uh, all I was gonna say is yeah so people don't know they just took the zero hour script used a lot of the same dialogue a lot of like key kind of like plot point dialogue like the fish and the chicken yeah. like they actually yeah um and uh, Zero Hour. Uh, and No, wait. Sterling Hayden's in it. Oh, right on. Uh, I'm wrong. Hey, I'm wrong. Gorley, what a man you are saying that. <laughs> Can you imagine? Some people would go, eh, just... some people say, <laughs> <laughs> some people say, well, that, uh, he's not in the movie, I say he. <laughs> a lot of people are seeing him in it. A lot of people. Uh, and if you go there, you'll see. Uh, but uh, I'm looking for that that script, that yeah. movie, my whole life. I want to find something that you could just oh. Xerox and yeah. change. It just seems like it'd be a lot of fun. I bet you the movie crashes that way. <laughs> That's good. I hate that movie. That'd be a fun thing to... Spoof. I've thought sometimes like prestige TV has a lot of like yeah. juicy cliches yeah. that are done very straight face. That would yeah. be fun, but I think it's a little too niche or yeah. yeah. These movies are good for like when a teenage audience has seen them and they're not going to be like, right? Yeah, uh, a Breaking Bad. Well. I don't know. What am I talking about, Gorley? Who gives a shit? Okay. Um, I laughed at the moment when he brings her an ice pack and he throws it and it hits yeah. her head and, and she falls off the bed. And then he says, I'll go get you another ice pack for your head. <laughs> I didn't hear that, but now I'm but laughing again. What is... I I know this is not meant to be picked apart. Doofy is mentally challenged, but mm. obviously isn't, because in the end we see he's like a Kaiser Soze. Yeah, it's like when Superman is pretending to be Clark yes, Kent. It's like you're doing unnecessary damage. What is the story over. with both his mother and sister from day one 
They seem to think he's mentally challenged. <laughs> did he? Did he? As a baby, go like I've got the longest con ever. <gasps> that is. Really Shannon funny, Elizabeth's man. character doesn't know. Also pointed out when Carbon Electric goes out and opens the door um, and beats up the person and it's a bunch of trick-or-treaters. Hmm. Interesting. Never notice that it's the day after Halloween at any point in the rest of the movie. Oh, yeah. These are the goofs of the spoofs. The goofs of the spoofs. But that is a, that is really good, Gourley, that what is going on in their mind and what is the longest of long cons. Did he just slowly integrate it so that they couldn't? And then over a few years, they're like, you know, I think something's wrong with our son that we named Doofy. <laughs> and that is the perfect Mad Magazine name yeah, change. Yeah, I mean, she calls really him Doofus is. in Scream. And they yeah. use that same dialogue in this scene. She goes like, you're a Doofus. It's like, yeah, his name's Doofy. And what's, we haven't talked about Sherry O'Terry. She's great in this, but what's her character's name? Something Thunderstorm or something? Yeah, it's like Gail Torrential Rain. Yeah. <laughs> I like the little Blair Witch snot joke. Yeah, that was funny. The first couple of drops, I was like, how'd they do that? And then it really gets <laughs> shitty. <laughs> then it gets Hanna-Barbera. Yeah. Uh, Nickelodeon. Yeah, I, you know, for our younger listeners and maybe for people who just were there and forgot, Matt, there was a time from 1999 to 2001 where if you wanted to get a license to make a comedy, you had to include a spoof of Blair yeah. Witch. They were yeah. ubiquitous. Yeah. Um, and it is funny to me that uh, <laughs> their take, after a lot of spoofs I had already seen, was just boogers in her nose. What were the other spoofs? I don't even remember. Um, they would get used a lot, I remember, for like uh, 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 award shows and stuff. Yes, that's right. Um, yeah. But there was my favorite one. Was when Chris Rock and Janine Garofalo hosted a show. It might have been the, the Spoofies. The what? The, the Spoofies. Uh, they did a thing that was really funny where they go into the forest to shoot a Blair Witch spoof, but they can't because they keep running into people who are shooting Blair Witch spoofs. Uh, I was like, that was very funny. <laughs> that works. Um, oh, LOL that the cop. Oh, not this. Danilo at this, but Anna Ferris's bona fides are in when she repeats that line of like so sorry that i can't be a part of your perfect existence like she's nailing what's funny about kevin williamson dialogue and yeah. Neve campbell's performance and then when she runs away with her arms up in the air like muppety style oh, yes, yes. The Do best. You think that was her choice or a direction that was because it's obviously like you wouldn't think to do that Oh God! There's nothing funnier than people watching people run away from care. It's like yeah. oh. she plays the Nev Campbell kind of uh, like languid delivery very well. She's really doing a good character based on that. She's yeah. It's a, almost at times where you're like, is she not good? But that's she, kind of sometimes how I think of Nev Campbell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's great. It's a character that like is and exists in the spoof movie, but also works as a a, a funny spoof of, yeah. yeah, that type of, well, we were talking about that, like, when we talked about the first, the, the Scream movie, it was just like that 90s angsty. Yeah. I was watching some SNL, sorry to be mentioning SNL so much, but I was watching some live music performance that ended, and it was like a pop star who's not usually angsty, but when they were done playing and the camera was just staying on the band before it went to commercial, 
everybody looks so fucking pissed off. I know. And I was like, I guess that was the smile style you, at the time. You couldn't smile. I saw the Counting Crows live back in the 90s, and the guy was so dreary and depressing and a, such a bummer that it turned me off completely. Adam Derwitz? Yeah. Wow. And the spin doctors come out and they're happy as could be. And I'm like, yeah, go yeah, spin baby. doctors. <laughs> well, you do have a It does feel like her out. performance is really nailing like that kind of funny, like, yeah. I'm so, and whatever, not to, whatever. It's just like, when you look at those snapshots now of the 90s, when people are mopey, yeah. sure there was troubles. I sure know. there were trouble times. <laughs> the trouble times have existed since the beginning of the universe, but... It's really funny in retrospect that yeah. everybody was, you know what it is? It's so funny that I was an adolescent at that time, so I don't mean to project, but it is a little bit like adolescence yeah. where you're like, this is the worst. Absolutely. And then real shit hits, real life grown up shit. And you're like, oh, oh, actually things are pretty nice. Yeah. Which makes me worried about 30 years from now. <sighs> Will we be thinking the same thing or will things have gotten better? Well, not to be too much of a Pollyanna, maybe I will be embarrassed. This would be embarrassing 30 years later that it seemed hopeful. But in the grand course of history, love does beat hate. I think there's more good than evil. I yeah. think there's more love than hate yes. is what I'm trying to say. So hopefully that gives me some hope for the future. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you, pal. When did this come? I hope this came in like deep into the podcast. Well, so people... I moved it. If you're hearing this, I moved it to the front. <laughs> oh, like a little preview? Yeah. Also, Lordy, this happened during the talk about a scary, scary movie. movie. Well, uh, that's fair. I mean, you got to eat your vegetables with a little bit of junk food. Well, if you do look at it, just like this is what we were having fun about at the end of the 90s and laughing about. It does make you, it, maybe that's why we're talking about it. It's like, oh, this was a year before 9-11. These were kind of the last Absolutely. like really fun, innocent times that you could laugh at like cum jokes. <laughs> no, the 90s were like the 50s in that sense of like our eyes were kind of closed to other inequities and problems in the yeah. world. I mean, collectively. And yeah. we all agreed in the 80s and 90s that like things are okay, things are okay. Yeah. And they basically, you know, for all, well... They were more okay than they were now. Mm-hmm. And so it's so easy to see how how easy it was. And I'm just trying to put a little of that to now, as hard as it is now. And there's no question with the pandemic and the state of everything, it's not easy. But maybe yeah, just and go the like, old, uh, 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 CC of it all, my friend. The old climate crisis know, is I've the big uh, elephant in my room. tongue. Yeah, boy. That really changes like the can mess with the hope factor. Yeah. But uh, uh, just in terms of the future of the scary movie franchise, it doesn't give me hope. I will say, we didn't talk about this whenever we talked about Scream, I think, but the Wayans brothers wrote and made the first um, two scary movies, Scary Movie 1 and 2. The Weinsteins, took it from them and gave it to David Zucker, Jerry Zucker. Oh, funny. And so the scary movies from like three to five or whatever become de facto lame airplane movies. They feel like bad. good versions. Yeah, just like the guy who made airplane older. 
<laughs> and not as I mean, there's Leslie Nielsen is in them, and there's funny stuff where I'm like, oh, I'm getting my he's in the scary Drebin movies? stuff back. Yeah, I didn't know that. he's in Scary Movie Three, I think. Oh. The one that makes fun of signs. Uh, uh, but uh, I do think I'm like that is like messed up. There should have been more. That should have been like what Scream is now. I wish twenty years later we were getting a new scary movie uh, from Sean and Marlon and Keenan Ivory Wayne. I wonder if they. Why wouldn't they bring that back now? There's a new Scream. They should do a new scary movie. I'm surprised they have. From your lips to God's ears, I hope that happens. And just Get call Anna it scary Anna movie. back? Yeah. I mean, everybody, it's everybody. like Scream. Everybody kind of needs the new, like, oh, we didn't know how good we had it, you know? That's good. I'm excited. I hope that happens. The um, only other note I have is a little bit of a, a dig, and that is, mm-hmm. unfortunately, when the day player part comes in to get killed in the garage door, I knew right away because I was like, she's a little heavier. Like, oh, we're heading for a fat joke with this woman. Like, yeah, it's, other it's, bummer it's part not coming, of the movie. Like, it doesn't come for a while. But at the minute she showed up, I mean, this actress is talented, but there's just, I could just tell with this movie, like, there's a reason we're seeing her. And then I immediately, as soon as she went to the garage, I'm like, oh, the garage door is going to fall or not lift or whatever. Yeah. The mock, mocking. Um, but yeah, just they, you could just see it coming because of what you know this movie to be you know yeah the fact that it was unexpected too is sucks um uh, or that it was expected yeah it wasn't unexpected yeah um um that's all i got yeah uh well just you know let you know what i lol that please the cop in the press conference saying uh we're looking for the killer but um you know uh shit happens <laughs> That was good. Uh, and again, nobody, nobody double takes that, right? Yeah, I don't think so. No, 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 nobody yeah. does. They're like, "Yep, yeah. shit happens." They write it down. That's right. Um, <laughs> uh, this blew my mind in the theater when I saw it, and I was like, "Now that I look at, it, I'm like, this is the the moment of like the '90s had a sensibility that there you can really is when she's like." gets her head cut off and she goes oh i'm a big gross severed head come on please yeah so funny yeah it's good uh i really like the um it's hard to spoof slashers and find a new take but that like cheerio terry being like the your next tv reporter who came up and interviewed the person uh who gets killed Right before she gets oh, yes. killed, that was great. And then Ghostface is like, "What are you doing? I'm just trying to do my job. You come down here, like, <laughs> uh, that is good. The like we said, the the stuff uh, being closeted is hack. When I saw it in the theater, all that stuff was like boring because I was like, I've seen this joke. The only point where, and I wouldn't say it was successful." at all it was the point where it like blew my mind it was going this far was when he got her dressed up in the football uniform mm. uh that was when i was like oh i've never seen this joke go this far the thumb up the ass in the car to her the and the sound yeah Jeez. uh okay uh everybody was doing a blair witch spoof oh oh yeah, I'm just, it's, um, Regina Hall's performance in the movie theater is 
an A plus comedy performance. It's just the 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 ride from beginning to end too, because it just keeps going and it never gets old. From the moment that it comes up and the screen says no talking, yeah. and she goes, "Uh huh, that's to all of you talkers out there." <laughs> it's I'm in for the ride, and then the next five minutes. It's like what every comedian and performer would want is yeah. that setup of like, you're supposed to be quiet. It's just, it really is very, very funny. And how white the theater is. It's Shakespeare in love. It's rough when the white people start killing her. Yeah. But you get yeah. it in context of the Scream 2 parody, but just, just that that's the movie that this is happening in. But yeah, that sequence is so funny. Uh, Okay, so with the props, I'd like to think of them sometimes as um, most effort, least effort to build the prop, highest impact, lowest impact, maybe yeah. doing like a quiet. Uh, I would say most effort, lowest impact would be the joke about the yurtles being like a carnival thing where you oh, pee yeah. and it goes up and you win prizes. I loved that though. I don't know why because it was just like you're going to go that far because someone had that idea which is wonderful in your head but the practicality of it like you're right it was that that made me love it that they, they did this. They it's went. wonderful in your head is like when I see that that's what I think about. I'm like somebody had that in their head and it's like almost like it makes me think Something somebody had in their head since they were 10. No, I agree completely. It has nothing to do with this movie. It's not appropriate. <laughs> it doesn't fit. And <laughs> you know someone just is like, oh, he's going to the bathroom. Oh, I've always had this funny idea for it the bathroom. It adds time, work, effort, money yeah. to do that. Yeah. Uh, 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 really just one of the craziest things I saw in a movie theater was the penis coming through the glory hole. Uh, uh, spoiler, that's my best kill. Right on, man. I love it. Uh, when she is getting killed in the theater, the old lady saying, this has felt this way since the very beginning, when she says your ass is grass, she is so uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, I she's, know. Like, she doesn't want to say a swear no. word. She's like, your ass is grass. I know. Grass. She like looks away. She looks away. Yeah. Um, so then the party starts. I love this movie that even in the fridge, they have like wacky pack style fake alcohol in there like yeah. Colt 45 and instead of Miller Killer yeah there was another one too oh Satan malt liquor <laughs> I not even no spoof movies ever go through the work of putting like fake wacky pack yeah. like labels and yeah stuff. the prop guy was crushing it <laughs> good work prop guy um, props props I love the line please I'm just a day player yeah. and that speaks to the variety of these jokes like, there are cum jokes, yeah, but I don't think anybody in that multiplex in Sioux City, Iowa that week when I saw that was <laughs> laughing at her going, please, I'm just a day player. It is funny. Uh, um, moving real quick here, just a few more right, ideas, thoughts. Um, those kids at the party, the extras, the background actors, just so people know, that's the purest example of what ugly high school kids looked like in the 90s, yeah. myself included. Yeah. You don't get to see that in your can't no. hardly waits, no. but that's how <laughs> bad people looked. It's so bad right now. It looks disgusting. Um, the uh, when their tongues get tied up, French kissing. That's another CG. Thing. That yeah. was what yeah. I think sitting in the theater being like, "This is they're using CGI for the best effect right yeah. now. Better than making dinosaurs." 
Ghostface uses an aquarium like a bog. Uh, oh. Okay. So you know how I said, like, these jokes are, like, the best, or these movies are the best when it's, like, jokes you make with your friends executed in a movie? That includes also, they do just a straight-up, like, film adaptation of, like, a Dirty Johnny joke. Do you remember, like, Dirty Johnny jokes? No. Or, like, when I was a kid, there was always this insane sort of, like, setup where it would be, like, a kid takes a shower with his dad. What's that, daddy? Well, that's a hot dog. Oh, oh. Yeah. Then he took a shower with his mommy. What's that? That's a tunnel something. Oh, okay. Then <laughs> the kid takes is in bed with the parents, and the parents start to have sex or something, and then the joke, the dad's dick gets ripped off. It's like, why did you do that? The hot dog was going to go into the tunnel, Bob. It's just like, the, it's for <laughs> six-year-olds. It's just like, the same thing happens. He's like, lick it like it's a Tootsie Roll. Oh, she yeah. bites it, yeah. and she goes, I like to bite the Tootsie Roll. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Um... Ghostface is only slightly more goofy moving than the Ghostface in the Scream movies. Not much, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, didn't laugh, but had a big smile on my face when the house started to shake before he had the cup shot. Oh, I forgot about that. That the earth was summoning yeah. some power. Um, <laughs> also, the ceiling thing feels a little bit like a Nightmare on Elm Street kind of Johnny Depp's or the girl slaughtered yeah. throughout the room. I love that, Gorley. That it is, because that whole scene feels horrific in some way. Yeah. Uh, I laughed when Marlon Wayans got shot, and he said, oh, shit, son, and he fell over. That that made me laugh out loud. Yeah, and this, the like marijuana smoke coming through his bullet hole is pretty good. Because <laughs> yeah. at first I'm like, oh, that squib's still smoking, but then they got me. Uh, was that your first smoking squib pot take a hit off this joke? Yeah, she should have. That would have been great to see. Uh, that would have been a funny, yeah. And the bullet Topper. comes out. Uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, um, uh, I liked it when they start talking about like the one of the I, I know what you did last summer like sequels, and he's like they cast that guy. He was so annoying. Or something that she goes, she's crying. She goes, it was bad casting, Bobby. <laughs> trying to like explain yeah. why the movie's bad. Uh, um, really funny Lillard spoof with the, but wait, there's oh, more. Yeah. I thought you would like that just because they're getting Lillard in yeah, there. I, like, their, uh, I like putting a little English on your Lillard. <laughs> right, the crosshairs. Um, I re, uh, we didn't get um, the Wayne's Brothers TV show where we lived. So Which when he made one, the uh, it was called the Wayne's Brothers. Oh yeah, movie. yeah, uh, the one that they say is canceled. Yeah, in this, yeah, in the theater that didn't get a laugh. We didn't know what was happening. <laughs> then it got canceled. So <laughs> except you got the whole crowd went, huh? Like there's a Wayne Brothers. What <laughs> peas and carrots, rhubarb, rhubarb. <laughs> It ended with the sound of delight because now we knew we could watch oh, a TV show. Head straight home. Um, what absolutely brought down the house when I saw it opening night, opening weekend, 
We ain't ever seen a Matrix spoof, Matt. Oh, that's right. And so right. when she goes up go and right the camera goes, oh, holy cow. Really? That's what I'm telling you about when we did that Ticket Tickers improv thing in front of the movie audiences. When you would bend over backwards like Matrix, people would just go ape shit. An innocent time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, did and you? Did, and you did a Titanic joke too, yeah. which is also in this. But for this to go straight from Matrix into the Usual Suspects is just like you've just left horror realm completely. Yeah, that ending is. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't do Titanic. Oh, they did. Amistad. That's, that's right. what I meant. Uh, they uh, they oh, also did. Oh yeah, Titanic. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Amistad uh, too. Um, yeah, also, I just don't... I like the surprise, but, like, doofy-looking cool while Fountains of Wayne plays. It's just, like, a really... I'm like, I don't know how you want me to feel during this. That, I was just, was just funny. Yeah. Um. Oh, peak moment for me personally, though. It's a Matrix move. Okay, admits this Matrix move. There's a moment where she's up in the air, and she starts doing... River dance. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now <laughs> I, it could end there, and I would be like, that's my favorite part of the I movie. I know. That was pretty good. <laughs> but where this movie becomes brilliant is Ghostface likes it. <laughs> and Ghostface gets into it and he starts dancing with it. And then Ghostface catches himself and is like, oh, I can't get into this. That's what makes this movie so great. Oh my God, I love scary movie. There's such a sweetness. I had no idea you liked this movie so much. My daughter kicks her legs so much so she lies on her back and she just does a river dance all day long and I, I bought a green screen because I really want to like lie her on the green screen and put her in a little Irish costume and like put her in an Irish meadow and have her do it exactly like I thought about it before I saw this and then I saw that and I'm like wow she just green screened up there river dancing and then they go into some like crouching tiger yes because that was huge around this time too was no, it? but Crouching Tiger wouldn't have come out yet. What? That was 2001. Holy shit. But remember, when Crouching Tiger did come out, it was like, it felt like it was part of the that was like the main wire work yes. Matrix yeah. stew. Yeah. So okay. they were just in it. Gotcha. In the uh, oh, uh, also, I'm glad that there's, um, for all time, we have a spoof of the Was Up commercials from <laughs> Budweiser. Yeah. That commercial happened without me. I uh, like people started doing that in the culture and I didn't know what it was from. You and must everybody, not watch a, I think it premiered during a, a Super Bowl. Yeah. Everybody was doing it and everybody's like, it's the commercial. And I've just, I still don't to this day, don't know if I've ever seen the commercial. Uh, the commercials are like well-made. That's cool. Like they're like well-edited, like the movie copies, the editing style where you do just cut to people already doing it and laughing it's it's great yeah. uh, but it is it's funny scary movie 2 has a spoof of the nike commercials of when people would it's so forgettable you would oh, never wow. ever remember yeah. but it's a commercial where the shoes the sound of the sneakers on the steps make oh. a squeak and it kind of becomes like stomp like rhythm uh that gets spoofed in scary movie Jeez. too and that's like nobody's gonna remember that oh, God. But we all love the budweiser commercials same font as the original credits, mm. uh, and the, as that's the original great. end credits. Yeah. That kind of broken typewriter font. That's it. That's my thoughts. Well, what's your best kill? Oh, um, when she gets her head cut yeah. off, and yeah, 
All right, let's recap uh, our And she our says, scores. yes, I'm a big gross severed head. Come on, please. <laughs> you gave Scream a 13. I amended mine to an 11 from a 10. Scream 2, you gave an 11.5. I gave it a 9. Scream 3, I gave an 8.5. You gave it a 9. Scream 4, I gave it a 10. You gave it an 11. What are you giving Scary Movie? Hmm. Some ways I'm putting this on a a, a scale of um, more airplane and spoof movies here. More what? Than 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 the screen oh, movies in my mind. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. So I'd say it's like. Yeah, you a, don't have to. You could give it its own metric. I know? think I need to or yeah. something. But it's like ten and a half. <laughs> in terms of spoof movies, I'd say there's like. A half and uh, two. Ooh, that's really high, Rusty. Maybe ten. Let's say ten. Ten. There's still three degrees you can go with with airplane and naked gun. Yeah. <laughs> I think I gotta give it a six. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine, buddy. But I celebrate your ten or your ten point five. Uh, what a delight uh, so here's the deal you don't have to say anything but you've seen Scream the new Scream yes I'm. you said you liked it yeah I have not but I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a two week break and plan to come back in with two Fridays off okay great and then perfect the next Friday we'll come back with Scream. So if I haven't felt like I can go see it in the theater, I see it's playing at the drive-in. That's tough for us to get away at night with the baby, but I think by then we can either go see it in the at the drive-in or I'll get to a theater to see it. So we'll shoot from three weeks from today doing the, the new Scream. And then wonderful. we already know what our next season is going to be. Oh, boy. Do you want to say? Oh, my gosh. Sure. Uh, well, why don't we say it together? Okay. Well, just the two words that I imagine we would use to describe it, right? One, so, two, two, three. three. Stephen King. King. We don't know how many, but it'll be probably at least 10, I would yeah. think, right? And we don't know which films yet, but when we come back in in three weeks. But as you can imagine, there's been so many movies that we want to talk about, but we'll go, oh, that's a Stephen King one. We'd want to save that for the Stephen King run. Yes. And now we're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll each either pick five or we'll do like pick four each and then have the trustees pick yeah, two or something. whatever. Yeah. yeah. That'd be all, I love it all. Yeah. That's we'll really pick, fun. Or maybe that won't work or no, it will. Cause we'll have them pick it after. Yeah. We could do that. Um, perfect. Yeah. Great. Something like that. We'll talk about it, yeah. but, uh, we'll, we'll see you in three weeks. Yeah. And I, uh, the only thing I'll say with that, no remark about the screen movie, no spoilers, but, a character, while watching a scary movie, says, this just relaxes me. Oh. And it got at something that I was like, that is what I enjoy this podcast about, These horror, watching these horror movies with you. It got, I was like, and that's what it does for people. I yeah. was like, of course that's why people watch it. It doesn't scare them. For a lot of people, it relaxes us. And I yeah. really love that notion. Or the best of both worlds. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it, it scares us and it relaxes yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
I'm happy to be doing this with you, buddy. Yes, me too. Same, same. Right back at you. So we'll see you in three weeks. Bye-bye. With all Children of the Corn movies. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Technically, they're Stephen King. <laughs> For more Gorley and Rust content, head over to patreon.com slash with and Rust to get episodes ad-free and a whole week early. Plus, monthly mailbag episodes and feature-length watch-along film commentaries of your favorite horror classics. That's patreon.com slash withgorleyandrust. Email us at withgorleyandrust at gmail.com, and your questions might be featured on a future mailbag episode. With Gorley and Rust theme song by me, Matt Gorley, and performed by Townland. You can find us on Instagram as Townland Band, as well as Paul's fantastic band at Don't Stop or We'll Die. And why not rate and review with Gorley and Rust on Apple Podcasts? It'll help us grow the show and keep us trucking through the Jasons and the Michaels, the Leatherfaces and the Chuckies, the Aliens and the Candymans. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.